Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Roman Reigns is still the UE champion because he beat Cody Rhodes in the main event of WrestleMania 39, night two forward slash eight part deux. And it was a, it was something that I hated in the moment. I hated. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked as well. I thought, what is the point of anything? What is the point of all of this story of Drew, of Sammy, I understood those because we're going to get to Cody. He won the Rumble. It was his father's only missing belt in WWE. Well, kind it, of. Kind of. He, you he, know what I mean. He held the belt but didn't actually win it. You know what I mean. Yeah. And I hated it. And then I saw Pete Cornell's reaction. <laughs> Should we do, play Do you want to play the clip? Yeah. And here we are. And that's the end of the recaps, Pete. So I, I, that is it now. It's not going to swear. Gracious. Oh, fuck you're not a fan. You, you feel a certain type of way. Fuck you, WWE. You fucking piece is it just of shit. Yeah. <laughs> not on board. Not on board in any way. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a grumpy Pete. I love the bloodline. I love Roman Reigns. He's my favorite thing. And then that happened. Oh man, I felt <laughs> so bad for him. He was so upset. There's a there's a, the oh. the last part of that. Obviously, it's uh, you know heavily censored mm. um, with, with some fun little sound effects. Uh, is I said like not on board, and there was pause, <laughs> and Darwin not at all, <laughs> and Pete went no, f you. Yeah, and I wasn't sure if it was directed at me or it was directed at yeah, the TV. Yeah. Well, it, this has been like you know, I <clears throat> first off, welcome to the WrestleMania 39 Night Two review. If you haven't already, give us a subscribe, press the thumbs up, share this video around, leave a comment down below with what you thought of the show, and send in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support we'll read out every single one of them over five us dollars uh, by the end of the show do apologize uh we'll also be having some breaking news as we are going live as well because vince mcmahon is uh, wwe's been sold mm-hmm. uh, well i say sold sort of merged with endeavor sort of yeah, yeah. sold to create a new thing half of them's been sold and half of it is a new thing yeah 
So, but on top of that, uh, Vince McMahon is going to be on the telly box on a news station to talk about the allegations made against him that forced him to retire last year. Uh, so we will be having updates on that because it's it's happening basically right now. So I we'll don't be... think WrestleMania would be the least important thing. The secondary thing, rather. Yeah. The day after WrestleMania. Do you think this is why he had Roman retained? Oh, well, so you think you think it was a Vince call? No, I don't think it was Vince call. I think it was a Triple H call. Well, you think let's take the heat off me? Yeah, let's take the heat off Vince. Look, look at this. Look, uh, Vince is going to go on TV. We're being sold, but everyone just talk about Cody yeah. Rhodes being screwed over. Stupid Triple H. They'll call for Vince back. <laughs> it's like when they did the Saudi Arabia are going to buy WWE news leak yeah. to cover up uh, or to take the heat off. Oh, Vince is back yeah. in a ruthless power grab, and he fired his own daughter. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, we'll uh, get on to that. We'll try and stick to the WrestleMania until there's any updates on this emerging story. But Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns, what a fantastic feud. What a fantastic storyline, both Cody's personal story and the Bloodline story and the Sammy Kevin Owens element to it, which did play into this match too. Great presentation, an hour long from the very first entrance to the final bell. Yep. Uh, everything was exemplary. It was perfect. It was a perfect presentation. It was 10 out of 10. And the final 15 seconds ruined it. It did a little bit, didn't it? Because it was like on course to be the most incredible WrestleMania main events in a long time. Mm. I I said on the live stream reactions that I haven't felt this big of a fight feel for a WrestleMania main event probably since 30. Mm. And really 30, I think you can argue, didn't have a big fight feel. That was more, that was more a, the fans are going to yeah. finally yeah, yeah. get what we've been after. I don't, I can't even think the last time that WrestleMania had the big fight feel where a crowd is like, Oh, I'm so. I need to see this fight. I need to see this match. Like when they did their big entrances, and the entrances were incredible. Both of them, Cody's entrance. I cried during Cody's mm. entrance. I was so emotional during Cody's entrance because the negative one and they, and the, and the and, kid and, 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 yeah. and the kid. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to talk about it now. Uh, otherwise, I will cry again. <laughs> and um, I thought Roman's entrance with the six grand pianos mm -hmm. and then they're standing up and mm -hmm. acknowledging Roman as he made his entrance. Like everything just felt so big time. Epic. Epic. And then he stood across the ring from each other. They went nose to nose. I was like, this is the most incredible feeling and main event. And then they had an awesome match. The match was so good. I must say in terms of... Uh the big fight feel. It's something that Roman Reigns has perfected since fans have returned. You know, that Drew McIntyre match. My God, that Sammy match. My God, the Kevin Owens match at Royal Rumble. Like, these are the most anticipated things on the show. Not because they will be the best in-ring wrestling. You know, the, that, that goes to the Intercontinental title match on this show. Not because it's got the most insane spots. That's the Hell in a Cell one. Not because you'll have the best sweatiest entrance of all time. That's Shane McMahon. What's up? What's up, LA? What's up, LA? <laughs> oh, Shane McMahon. I really did think it was like, well, there's your thumbnail for tomorrow's review. Shane McMahon's back. It pains me that Shane McMahon, I've made four thumbnails today. 
It's the busiest day of the year for us, and not one of them has Shane McMahon's sweaty head on, and that pains me. <laughs> I'm going to create a Patreon tier where you get only Shane McMahon thumbnails, even if he's not in the video. <laughs> Anyway, it's this big fight feel that Roman's perfected, but also Cody plays into that big fight feel perfectly. I always think of All In. What an amazing show with so many different variations on what wrestling can be. And Cody's version is boxing. Here is a boxing match with training camps and a real authentic boxing presentation with Nick Aldis. Mm. You marry those two together with the Reigns thing. And it just, such a special, special hour of wrestling. Yeah, it was, honestly, those entrances and the presentation was, and it was one of those moments where the presentation was so great that you really almost said if I was like, it's the time. Mm. Like, we have come to a natural conclusion here. And Pete, in his sort of like, you know, angry rant that he had yesterday, did make a very excellent point, which is all the stars have aligned mm. here. This isn't like the stars have aligned that Sammy is at his white hottest and there happened to be in Montreal. This is like everything has come together. KO and Sammy and Cody and Roman, everything is coming together. This is the perfect time to end this story. But as Triple H has told us, the stories don't end in WWE. There's no heels and faces. <laughs> There's no end. It's the never-ending story. <laughs> I, I've, I've seen someone, you know, one of the defenses for Roman retaining is, huh, you don't have Thanos win at the end of Infinity War. <laughs> then you don't get Endgame. And I want to, I don't reply to comments that irk me. I just like to do nice comments. But what I would say to that person is I've seen Infinity War with Roman Reigns over and over again. This is the end game. I know. Like Tempest paid up yesterday. Like, that might be one of the worst. Like, you know, you can't really say it's been years since the Austin one. So we've got lots of, you know, years of hindsight to talk about that. This might go down as one of the worst booked WrestleMania finishes of all time. And a lot of people said to him, Tempest, let it play out. And Tempest's <laughs> response to that was like, I've been watching it play out for three years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the, the match was extraordinary, just to run through a few bits of it. Really well-paced. Every move got got minutes of selling behind it, which I, I love. Yeah. It's, and it's what Triple H, because you've got to give Triple H some credit for the presentation as well. Uh, you saw this back in NXT, where, again, matches lower down the card, might be more spectacular, might have more emotion, might be a DIY tag team match. But you could always count on that main event. I'm thinking particularly of Drew McIntyre's or Bobby Roode's or Andrade's reigns. They are just your classic NWA territory world heavyweight championship main event. Wrestling. Wrestling, prestige, everything in there. And that's how this was paced. What, I, what is remarkable about <clears throat> that, and perhaps this is a hot take, it's the one style he couldn't do. <laughs> but he tried so hard. He tried all the time. It's like a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> Bless his cotton socks. He tried every time. He, he, could, mm. he could do a lot. Trips could do a lot. He's one of the greatest ever. But he could never do that match. He can never maintain my interest over <laughs> 18 minutes. Unless it's with Undertaker. Yeah. Um, so That's the, Pyro Ballyhoo. The, the, the angles. So first off, you get Solo Sokoa. He interferes once. He interferes twice. Oh, but he went to the well one too many times. Referee ejects him from ringside. That's the end of Act One. Boom! Beautiful. The and and we were like, we were like, that's perfect. 
because it was rule of three. The refer- and the referee knew that Solo was doing it, but was giving him slight leeway. And then when he heard that, thir- that third one, the referee was awesome mm. in this match, by the way. Literally, like, head up, turned. I was like, I know what you're doing. And it's time for you to yeah. go. And he does the big, like, you're out of here. I think it was Rudy. Rudy Charles, yeah. my boy. And so Solo gets ejected. That is the <clears throat> end of Act 1. And then Act 2 was, was more big move, big move, big move. A lot of... You know, not not a spear, but you got like a got like the guillotine in there. The guillotine and, and Cody escaping out the guillotine. I think you had the table spot yep, within yep, all yep. of this. Pedigree. As well. the ped- oh, the pedigree. Yep. He finally hit the pedigree. Oh no, you got a spear and a kick out. Yeah, and then the Usos run down, and the Usos jump in because we got the ref bump. So the Usos jump in and they start beating down on Cody Rhodes. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn run through the crowd. They dive through. Brilliant. They stop the Usos. The Usos hit the 1D on Cody. The Usos stop. Sorry, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn stop the Usos, eject them, hit Roman with the stunner, hit him with the halluva kick, take out, and then they brawl with the Usos to the back. That's the end of Act 2. Roman is now on his own. Because Solo's been taken out. The Usos have been taken out. We are now building to the perfect finale, the crescendo to this story. Uh, I must push back on your your separation of acts here. I think this is this is act three. Oh. This is yeah, because like after that interference, you didn't then get another ten minutes. You got like two minutes. No, you just, I, I would say you then got the final sequence. Yeah. Which I would say is like your final action beat mm. of the movie. Uh that halluva kick. That really hit. <laughs> that hit more than Shane McMahon's punches. That was a stiff halluva kick. Yeah. Um, but after that, they run out, and then Cody slow cover, slow ref count because he took the ref bump. Roman kick out. I was like, that is a great near fall. Now we get the final bit. Paul Heyman gets taken out. So Cody Rhodes, crossroad, crossroad, goes for another one. Heyman's up on the ramp or on the apron. I'm like, yes, this is all playing out perfectly. Then Cody takes out Heyman. That's the last one of the bloodline. And then it's just Roman and Cody for the final, like, three more minutes. And Cody eventually wins. But no, Solo Sakura appears. Does the old spike. Cody goes, one spear, one, two, three, done. Yeah. So not only do I think that is the incorrect thing for the overall story of this, I think it's a bad finish, just in general, because it's been overdone. And I've seen this one. One of the reasons I could take Drew McIntyre losing at Clash of Champions, Clash of the Castle, is because the Solo Sokoa debut was cool and it was different and it, it added another layer to this story going forward. Oh my God, the bloodline are even stronger. This didn't have that. This no. was just a repeat of what you've done before. So It's the repeat of the Elimination Chamber finish. It's the repeat of the Rumble finish. It's the repeat of... It's the, it's the Roman template. It's, the, it's the, the thing that we've had probably the most mm. angry things about. People are like, I don't know how you can like this storyline. It's always the same match. And Solo was ejected from ringside earlier. I know that doesn't physically rule him out, but you have you have told his removal from the story. This isn't good enough. This is not a good enough finish for the end, although it's not the end, the end of this bit of Cody's story, at least, challenging, for WrestleMania, for the culmination of the last nine months. This is not good enough booking. 
And it's, it's, I don't know if it's an element of laziness, but if you do do the unpredictable thing of have Roman retain, you need something far better. I don't know what that is, because I think you actually booked yourself into a momentum corner where Cody had to win. So I, I, I've not got any suggestions. I can give you freaking eight really good fancy booking storylines if Cody wins. Sammy stands there next to him. Oh, one little glance up. Then there's your next three months of Sammy. Will he go for the title as well? How are they going to handle the belts? Ah, yeah. Do you know what this? <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Do you know what this reminded me of? <clears throat> uh, this really, really reminded me of the finish of Mania 34. Mm. Mania 34 was all built around. We are finally going to coronate Roman Reigns as the WWE Universal Champion oh, yeah. because we did not coronate him at 31 because we changed our minds when we did the swerve and Seth cashed in. Then 32 was Triple H, which was coronation, but it's not the coronation they wanted because they wanted him to beat Brock. Then 33, you beat Undertaker. 34, this is the time. This is when we're actually going to coronate Roman Reigns. He's going to be the top guy. And on the day, they changed their minds and Brock won. Because it's a swerve, the fans won't expect it. And what it built to is that Roman just won the belt a few months later mm. and nobody cared. And I'm not saying people would have cared at WrestleMania because people were not into Roman. They did not buy him as a top babyface. But no one remembers the SummerSlam win because the emotional point was that the crowning moment was supposed to be at WrestleMania. Mm. And all it left the company with was just, well, we need to coronate him again because that didn't feel like the big epic moment it did because you had your moment and you missed it. And there's an argument to be made, and we had this argument, you know, in the, the chats last night, that, well, Cody can just win it down the line. Cody can finish the story. Cody can beat him at SummerSlam. Cody can beat him at some other show. And you're absolutely right, he can do. But this was the time to do it. Mm. I'm not going to, I can't say that that won't also feel good, but I don't think it will ever feel as big and as epic as this one did, particularly because you will have now had well, he lost the first one. And I think they've missed it here. I think they missed the mark massively here. So Lex Luger, really. Yeah, they didn't way, put yeah. the belt on him yeah. and he just never regained that momentum afterwards. Yeah. I don't... So the only bit that's given me pause here mm -hmm. is that I felt this way after Clash of the Castle. I felt a little bit this way after Elimination Chamber, but I could see that you were going to service the overall story of Cody. And then with Drew, I, you know, service the overall story of an increased strength bloodline. So when Triple H sits there in the media call, if you haven't seen it, this is what we keep referring to. Triple mm -hmm. H said something along the lines of, well, we don't end stories here at WWE. Yeah, stories don't yeah. end because it's a bloody cause, true. Because <laughs> it's a continuing narrative. It's the longest running episodic TV show. Deedly do do do. So stories don't end in WWE. You just go into the next chapter of a story. But it's it's one of those maddening things that Triple H does because no one was saying, oh, yeah, that means everything stops. <laughs> I What we were really excited about was, oh, my God, what does a bloodline do when they haven't got any belts? What's the next chapter of the bloodline? Yeah, what does Cody look like with the belt? You continue those stories. Yeah. You just did a really bad chapter of it. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> and try, I tried to justify it then by being like, well, you know, not all st stories don't end in WWE. We're still in, but we're, st we're in chapter one and we've been in chapter one since 2020 and we're still in chapter one. It's like when George, Mar George R. R. Martin got to a point in the Game of Thrones books where he's like, nah, this is, 
this is just annoying me. <laughs> you can't keep killing people. You can't and, keep beating all my favourites. And, uh, you know, the Infinity War argument, like, well, Thanos should have Thanos won Infinity War because it sets up Endgame. It's like, well, every pay-per-view was Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Like, we, ha- we are still in Infinity War. This is on your left. When Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn turn up, that is It should have been. Left. It should absolutely. It should have been that time when Avengers assemble mm-hmm. and we all got together and we had that cathartic moment where the good guys won. And they don't. And Oh, sorry, could I just finish my point? Sorry, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Which was Triple H has crafted some excellent stories over the last nine months. Yeah. And maybe he is there going, well, wait till they see what I've got in store for them. And maybe there is this really huge thing. Maybe CM Punk's coming in. Maybe The Rock is like, actually, yeah, I can do SummerSlam. I mean, did you see the uh, uh, Paul Heyman make a cheeky reference to Punk at the scrum? No. So um, they, it was Heyman and Reigns, and a reporter got up to ask about the sale, asking Roman Reigns about the sale, and it was Nick Houseman. And, and Roman Reigns was like, I mean, I've got nothing to say about this, you know, because that's, that's their business. I'm just here to beat your favourites. Uh-huh. You got anything to say, Paul? And Paul just looks at him and goes, that guy's always causing trouble at media scrums. <laughs> That's so funny. And Roman looks at it was like, he's even working on his improv. Uh, that's brilliant. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, what? Well, where do you go after this? Well, that's it. Well, Cody again. You know, people made the point of Seth Rollins maybe because he won at <clears throat> uh, WrestleMania. He's the only guy that really has beaten Roman. Uh, so I guess you can do Seth. Orton might be back. You could do him again. <sighs> but like a lot of them do feel like, yeah. Because I think a lot of Seth's luster has been lost somewhat because he's sort of been stuck in a bit of a mid-card vortex. But he is massively over. Mm. So I think there is an argument to be made for Seth. But also, I don't think Seth is the guy. No. Cody, and it, here's another argument. He's, that, he's already lost to Roman. Yeah, and here's an, a, another argument that was made to us on the stream in, in defense of this. It was like, you can't build a company around Cody Rhodes, which I think is a, a very silly thing to say. because It's a, happened. Multiple companies have been built around Cody Rhodes. But B, WWE recently did a house show with Cody Rhodes on top that did 9,000 seats. 9,000 tickets were sold mm. for a house show with Cody Rhodes on top. In Denver. In Denver. No one lives in Denver. (laughs) There's probably got 10,000 people there in total. So the company can be built around him. And I think he's the guy. And I think this was the moment. But, you know, hey, Sting couldn't win on his debut. AJ couldn't win his WrestleMania debut. Hmm. Cody can't win his big one. They can't, you know, WWE can't put over the outside talent. The, the radicals had to lose all of their matches when they came in. Oh, you think it's that? But I don't. I don't think it's that. I think this was done to swerve us. I I think there's the the only way I can rationalise it is they've got a bigger plan. Whether that bigger plan is better, I remains to be seen. But I think they genuinely believe they've got a bigger plan. Otherwise, why would you do it? I know I, they've got a little bit of faith just because of how they've handled previous ones. But man, I think they whiffed it here. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, just just to speculate, Jay White maybe comes in. Jay White leads a Bullet Club versus Bloodline storyline. That sounds cool, but I'm not, I don't really think of 
Bullet Club when I think of Jay White. No, I, mean, I certainly it, don't think of Galanderson with Jay White. And it's not Bullet Club. Mm. It's the club. Yeah. It's because like when AJ and Gallows and Anderson were together, it didn't feel like Bullet Club. There were just there were three guys that were friends. Yeah. And Jay White coming in, I don't think it's not gonna feel like it's not Bullet Club. It's it's Bullet Club in everything but name, I mm. guess, but it's not gonna have the same feeling and impact. Plus, like do we want to be doing Bullet Club in 2023? Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, it's it's not the hot act that it was in 2018. I mean, what if Conor McGregor walks out? I'd be... I, that would be... I, I might want to go. <laughs> my, my wife said to me today, because I've been working a lot of nights, so I've not been home, so I've not seen her or I've seen my kid or anything. And she, I was on a video call with her earlier, and she was like, I really miss you. And I said, I miss you too, but she's like, can you just get a different job? <laughs> get a different job that doesn't require you to do this. Once a year. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? If Conor McGregor walks out, <laughs> I might think I might think about what she said. They were like, maybe I should get another job. Our new UFC overlords. <laughs> um, overall, well, should we get into some ultra chats? Oh, Please one last wait. thing. I thought I, oh, when, Just one more one thing. One more thing. When they pinned Cody... I was like, dusty finish. Do you know what? There was people, I was like, I was waiting for Snoop Dogg to come yeah. out and be like, now hold on a minute. Or like, Triple H. Yeah, I, I'll be, I, that would have given me huge Starcade 97 mm. vibes. And I don't think, if, I mean, hey, why well, do you know what I'm saying? What's up about? Cody loves referencing WCW. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have probably loved that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, so these were missed from the live streams last night. Seizure Parrot says, this smells of switch the belts in Saudi. Ugh. Yeah. Also, what do we think this means for a potential new championship design? Merge the belts into one so Roman only has to lose once. Introduce a separate world championship. Also, more Pete on no rolls barred. Um, I don't know what they do with the titles. Apparently, Triple H has signed off on a new title design. Mm-hmm. Um. He also said in the press conference that, like, you know, you'll need to see the next chapter on Raw. So maybe Roman is going to be on Raw. And I hope so. That I, I, so my overall takeaway from this is, and I said this on the live reactions last night, and you can check out if you actually in the link down below, you've got just the the clipped out version of the the moment mm. when Roman won in all of its uncensored glory as well. <laughs> if you don't want to hear some Mario sound effects, um, it has made me want to see Raw in a way to be like. I, but not in a. Oh, I cannot wait to see Raw. More of like a. Right, what, what? What? What are you gonna do? What then? are they gonna do? Yeah, that's more the that's more the Raw feeling I have for tonight. Samad Ali, ha ha! I called Roman winning, but had doubts because of the strong support for Cody. But this is WWE, and they love their stats and records. Do they? Only when it serves them. No way would they pass up the thousand-day reign of Roman. What a pleasant surprise. Think of the heat, pal. Think of the heat, pal. <laughs> well, yeah, people go for the thousand days, but that's not a record-breaking thing. So you can't... He's already had a record-breaking title run. So it, what would a thousand days add to that? Missing username. Unfortunately, this hasn't been recorded, but please tell the mods and we'll try and give you a shout out. Roman not losing and the bloodline not ending is like when a great TV show goes on for a few seasons past its best. Also, with record gate receipts in LA, they want to continue making lots of money rather than ending it at the right creative moment. I mean, that was Paul Heyman's promo on the pre-show was Roman Reigns is the money. Hmm. And when you're promoting things, that's what you have to remember. It's what Dusty told him. Where's the money? Roman Reigns is the money. I think the TV show's a good comparison. LJ Mickey, remember the movie Forrest Gump where Forrest just stopped running and went home? (laughs) I've run with this story for almost three years now and I'm done. I'm done running. I just want to go home. I still support you guys, but WWE, I think I need a break. I'm pretty tired. Think I'll go home now. Uh, a bunch from Matt Hennessy. I know I'm in the mini- minority, but Cody losing, I think, was the right call. Night one main event was amazing. A lot of us got emotional when Zayn and KO won the tag belts from the Usos. What made that special was the last year both faced adversity from the bloodline. Both were screwed out of the world title, and Sammy was manipulated, and after leaving the group, betrayed by someone he considered a brother. So when they beat the Usos on night's one, night one's main event, it felt both earned and deserved. Cody, to me, has not faced those same struggles and adversity against the bloodline. Well, he, t- he wrestled with a broken titty. And now that he has fallen, you can tell his redemption story. The bloodline story has not finished, but the group is starting to crumble, and really the crumbling began at war games. 
Now, like Sammy and Kevin before, he was screwed out of the big one and I'm ready to see Cody rise. The bloodline is near in its end. Roman is going to give the Usos specifically Jay a hard time for failing to beat KO and Zayn, which will create more tensions. Roman may still be champ, but things clearly are not okay with the bloodline. They are no longer the dominant group with all the gold, and I can see him lashing out at Jay specifically since he's the one who got pinned by Sammy in losing the tag belts. The bloodline is nearing its end. I think we're going to be saying that in a year's time. Wow, we've got so many chats. Yeah, well, we've got nearly we've got four thousand people oh, wow. watching uh, this episode live. Um, so we've got a, quite a bit to dive into, folks. Charles Berg said, "I did not see that coming." Sadly, Cody didn't have enough adrenaline in his soul. Lost to Roman on the show. I'm willing to wait and see what happens. Uh, I love. Well, I, I'm not sure I could say. I'm not sure I can read verbatim what you've written yeah. here, Charles. Um, the pop, the pop joke's the funny. Pop, the pop joke was funny. Um, Greg Murphy, I love the main event and Shock W. I would love to see the bloodline leave Roman and have unhinged, isolated Roman as champion, then lose the belt down the line, even at next Mania. Oh. The recent string of Roman matches are so good. Let's <sighs> keep it going. Mm. John Wright, Cody left WWE to prove himself, started a company, proved everyone wrong, went from being undesirable to undeniable, came back home, they welcomed him with open arms, and then just when he was about to finish the story, they said, nah, and gave him the middle finger. Kevin Nash once uh, talked about a story that him and Triple H, they would bring people in. You know, what's better? Do we bury someone outside the company? No, no, no. You bring them in. Then you bury them. Yeah. I remember when... uh, Sting had his WrestleMania shot and Scott Hall was baffled that he that Triple H was booked to win. I mean, not baffled that Triple H booked because he's probably about that. Yeah, yeah. But when Sting was like, why did you agree to this? Yeah. <laughs> Alizar 7. I found a leaked booking. Jay beats Roman at SummerSlam. There he proceeds to have mediocre matches and a mini feud with a former champion. Jay then loses the belt after five months at Royal Rumble to Brock. Brock holds the title at WrestleMania until he loses it to Cody. Huh? Well, okay, so... A question for you. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get a quick answer out of this because we do have a lot to dive into. Can you see Jay, Jay Uso as world oh, champion? Oh, sorry. I thought you said Jay White. But no. yeah, Jay Uso. Can you imagine if Jay Uso was world heavyweight champion at SummerSlam? I, th- I, I can't see it. I'm not saying it can't happen. I, I, it, it would be difficult to, to get on board with. Yeah, it's got Kofi Mania written mm. all over it. And like, and I... It's what I quite like about Alizar's chat there. You know, a lot of that is, is pithy, but it's also true, which is probably who just then, Jey Uso wins the belt, feuds with Dolph, and then probably just loses at the Rumble. And, yeah. and, we'll, and we'll all move on. Uh, John Wright, WWE will always be WWE. Honestly, wasn't surprised. Cody's an outsider now, and no way they'll put him over against Roman. Cody always took shots at WWE, and let's not forget Triple H. They weren't going to reward him. They just gave a middle finger to him instead. I don't think this is the company punishing Cody. I I know it's fun to say, oh, Cody once smashed a throne. Triple H has a long memory. But I don't don't think Triple H is that self-destructive. No. If, if it, Triple H was that, they would have buried him. Mm. They would have, and they that's the one thing in this match. This was not a burial of yeah, Cody yeah. Rhodes. Cody Rhodes looked incredible coming out of this. So it's not a burial. So if you are trying to bury the outsider coming in, you'd have done a bit mm. more than not make him look good. Will Campbell, with Drew in Cardiff and Sammy in Montreal, I was upset. With Cody, I'm pissed. Literally everything aligned for this. The peck injury, the 2002 Triple H parallels, Sammy and KO winning the tag belts the night before. Also, the answer Tripped gave at the PC was BS. 
Al Hotzak back. Uh, PR Green 84. I've always been for JN in the head of the table aspect. The issue I find with Roman also keeping the belt till then. How on earth do you build anyone as a credible threat? Would The Rock go to Saudi? Also, should Heyman remain with Solo post Bloodline? I'd have Solo go on his own. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the name. <laughs> Uh, missing username so sorry please tell the mods what your name is we'll give you a shout out so what now Cody goes after the US or IC title this reign for Roman hasn't elevated people besides Roman the only one better off now compared to before they faced him are Brian and Cesaro tonight better be good or else what's the point I'll put Sami Zayn in there mm-hmm. he's definitely elevated Sami yeah Grand Calamity starting to think Roman absence post Wrestlemania was a planted leak much more time off and he'll be unemployed in hindsight people were speaking as if Cody's victory was a foregone conclusion we've been baited who's left Jay who feuds while progressing that story it really is only Jay left yeah and that's it now that's the only person that really feels like could be the guy to take the belts off him but at this point in time, Jay doesn't feel like that guy. But who's not to say that come SummerSlam, he will he won't feel like that guy. Or will feel like that guy. Logan Paul again. <laughs> Terrence Pace. Hi guys. Loved watching from Malta. Regarding Rhonda, she's just there for the paycheck and talk crap on Twitter. Barely even care about her. About Roman? Cody, this was suffering suck attached ba- no, it was not. Was not suffering succotash bad. Roman wins, LOL. So who's next? Goldberg? Jay? Brock? Omega? Well, he's beaten three of them already. <laughs> Uh, hello, Homo Sapiens. Really disappointed with the loss last night of a Moss, that is. Oh, and Cody too. In all seriousness, really felt like the wrong call, but I realised this was always the plan. If it was Rock versus Reigns, Reigns would have won. Uh, two things I wanted to note. This show is being booked by the same men who went over Rock at WrestleMania 2000, only to lose at Backlash. So I guess where's Co- where- that's where Cody goes? That was, bad. that was a bad decision. But that's not... Winning at WrestleMania at all. Missed opportunity. I I also, the more that I think, don't think Roman will lose the belts unless only one title is on the line or they are defended separately. If they bring in a new belt tonight, I expect Reigns to reign for way longer than expected. I I cannot stress this number, everyone. It already is one belt. Yeah. It's the undisputed championship. It is one belt. Just because he carries two belts to the ring, it's one belt. He does not have a Universal and WWE Championship. He has the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Ryan Singh, going into this match, I didn't mind Roman winning, but after last night, I feel so depressed and deflated. It just shows how much I wanted Cody to win. I just didn't realize it until now. I must say, part of that feeling is the way Cody lost. Same old. Matt Mormon, I have to believe that this is the Infinity War moment for Cody and it will lead to his endgame victory eventually. eventually. But I'm more worried that this was a move to lead to Conor McGregor coming in, beating Roman and being 2010's Brock 2.0. Are there rumours that Conor's coming in or something? Or is no, it just the UFC? It's just the UFC thing. Right. I don't, he's, a, he's a very volatile individual. I would not put the success of your company on his back. York Master 53, few chats here. Uh, the best part about this match was that 1% doubt. Now what? If he loses before 1,000, it's a bad swerve. If he loses after 1,000 in a B pay-per-view, it's a bad swerve. If he loses after 1,000, it's to be expected. Yeah. Jay winning would be awesome if it happens, but are they really going to build the company around him? Or is he getting cashed in on? I said before that Sammy shouldn't win because of how long Roman's reign has been. I kind of gave the same thought involving Jay. 
Damn, I really am in my feeling today, lol. Logan Paul winning Money in the Bank was an awesome idea. It is. With Cody as champ. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but maybe Jay wins and does a babyface cash-in. Anyway, that's enough money for today. Man's got to eat. I mean, Yorkmaster's got the great point there, which is that, and I, I think this kind of answers my feelings on this, when I thought about, like, what can I see Jay Uso as undisputed champion? And I was like, well, I don't think you're selling house shows. You can't build a company around him. You can build a company around Cody, which is why I think he's the guy. Jay ain't selling house show seats on top. Maybe maybe in a couple of months, though. I like the idea of Jay as Money in the Bank winner. Yeah. Jay is Splits from the group. Yeah. Next time you see him, he wins Money in the Bank. Uh, Cobb. As someone who was extremely pissed off and still am, I think Cody still is the one to beat Roman, but this was the time. This was the moment. I have a ton of fear that the fans simply won't care when it happens now. Uh, Bacon Rasher. Hi, lads. They say they don't go to bed with too much adrenaline in your soul, so I didn't get to sleep till gone 6am. The finish was mental, and I was shaking after it. I guess we have to see what Triple H does now. Thanks for the stream last night, as always. Jam that jam. Thank you, Bacon Rasher. Edward Burke. They refused to put Sami Zayn over for this. The expletive was the point of not putting over the hottest organic baby face you have of you're going to give that win to the Homelander. Never thought I'd say this in the Triple H era. Expletive, that company. Yeah. A hot tag. Uh, unfortunately, we have a missing username. Please do let our moderators know who you are. I said, I'm happy as hell Roman won. I feel like Cody is going to be so much more interesting now as a character since he finally has to face some kind of adversity now. Because coming back from a, uh, an injury <laughs> isn't, isn't an adversity, I guess. Uh, the reactions from people are hilarious, though. Pete is a great example of that. Uh, Sapphire, the only thing they can do now is merge the... W they have! It already is merged! Merge the WWE and Universal Championship, then bringing in new heavyweight belt for Raw. Adwin, if anything, there are three possible people you can do to face Roman. Four is, of course, Cody. But my opinion, it's either Seth, Jay, or Bray, oh. if the story makes sense. If we can get to that point, but I don't know who else if it ain't those. I feel like Roman would avoid Bray. <laughs> like he, play. he ain't doing that spooky mm. stuff. So, Uncle Howdy, what? Oh, no, I'm not. A, don't work for me, brother. But a bloodline versus a Wyatt Six faction? I don't, I, I don't know. Richie, uh, Richie R said, uh, Hey, guys, I watched Mania with two new wrestling fans this year. Both got into wrestling less than one year ago. And I saw them lose interest in WWE in Ooh. real time. They weren't mad at the ending. They both just don't care anymore. That's that's the danger. It's a, it's, it's a worse feeling. It's not, not the same as... Austin turning heel but it's like oh I'm not into it anymore yeah and this I can see this being a moment like that for people I was gonna say Austin's heel turn is as catastrophic as the history books will tell you it was because it was a downturn in business and it was people not caring mm. like not even just I can look at facts and figures but even from anecdotal basis 2000 and the, the year that came 2001 rather and the, the year that came after with uh, the, the invasion and everything really was when all of my friends stopped watching because they just stopped caring. Yeah. Falling Downer said, I feel similarly to how I felt after the exploding barbed wire death fiasco. It's not the kind of, ah, my guy didn't win disappointment. It's more of a what could have been kind of disappointment. Also, where was LA Knight? Strap the rockets to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on the, 
the AEW one was, of course, an accident. This was an intentional plan. Yeah. Which is why it's a bit more frustrating. Joe Strikes, Roman was my joker in wrestling because I <laughs> knew WWE were never going to put the belt on the ex-AEW guys or starters. This ain't AEW TNA. The evidence was all there. You just chose to use it as evidence that Cody would win instead of Roman. Let's go for 1,000 days. Oh my God, it's not just that. It was the whole story. This whole match was designed... For the, for the ending to be fulfilled by Cody winning. Yeah, you're looking at that as a microcosm. If you look at the bigger picture, there was so much more going to this. It's the same with the, the, the argument, oh, Cody hasn't faced any adversity, mm. uh, adversary to get to this point. When he has. So he left the company. He left the company. Like the last 10 years have been part of the story, and they've been finishing the story. Uh, Anson Reinhardt. I'm in the same boat as Pete. Was on track to be my favorite WrestleMania match, and it felt like the ending was a big middle finger to the fans. Really ruined an otherwise amazing two nights of Mania for me. The only help has been Ollie's reaction to Shane's return. This is the shining light of the weekend. Not the IC title match, not the tag title win, not Ripley. Shane McMahon. Uh, Mayor of Painesville, Dan. Hello, Dan says, Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Thank you to everyone on the channels and the website for their contributions this weekend. And thank you to everyone who follows Rest Talk. Thank you. As for Rhodes, they always short, uh, they always fall short right before the end. The field team leader, the worst part about the finish is that it felt safe to let go of your cynicism mm. and just enjoy the journey like a true mark. Then the rug gets pulled out from under you and the cynicism comes back. The magic was back and now it feels like it's gone again. That's a really apt description of like how that. I personally feel. Yeah. yeah. Felix Stone, the thing that pisses me off the most is after 10 years of not caring about <coughs> wrestling, you guys got me into it in the last two years <laughs> since I discovered No Rolls Bard and now I don't want to know if I can keep, and now I don't know if I want to keep watching WWE and that's just sad. Check out Raw tonight. Check out SmackDown. See where it goes. I agree. Omar, hey boys, I appreciate the work the gang's been putting in. I'm baffled at the ending. I saw tweets prior to the main event that Roman was retaining for the sale, but after that amazing emotional entrance and that Sammy kick, I was like, nah, Cody is the one. I don't know why Roman retaining would benefit the sale. No. I don't, I don't understand well, that argument. I mean, when uh, TNA got on Spike, uh, they had to have Jeff Jarrett as the champion, so they did the screwdriver. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's my point. It's like, sometimes when you look at a guy, you're like, <laughs> that's the guy that needs to be on top. We're going into a big deal. And uh, Nathaniel said, a horrible finish to WrestleMania. Everybody else played second fiddle, and even if they now split the belts as predicted, the second main championship looks like a consolation for those who couldn't beat the real star. Yeah. Jake WTW. This kind of felt how like WCW held onto the NWO storyline well past the end point because it was the hot thing. Maybe they had an endpoint in mind that will make sense but if they are they just keep trying to, uh, but if they are just trying to get to a thousand days then this will be a waste bones or bug okay here's the thing rocky lost rocky one and apollo was uh hounded and bullied into a second fight with rocky to prove he can beat him wrestlemania 40 is in mm. philly roman should have lost but i'm trying to see the silver lining here there was a, i did see a funny tweet it was like guys it's rocky three <laughs> <laughs> Just there are too many movie analogies going. Is it Infinity War? Is it Rocky Three? And I I get a lot of the the defense of this. I, I really really mm. do. I actually I massively and I appreciate a lot of it. I think it's because we are three years into the story, and it's the point you made. If you are just going to do this, and you book a better ending than the one we got, because what we got was the same ending to every Roman match we've had since the bloodline became a thing. So you need to be more creative than yeah. that to justify the decision to not do it here. I'm surprised how many ultra chats we're getting in here that are actually defending the Roman decision. 
Um, and I, I could be on board with the Roman decision, but it comes back to do it better. Do it better. Matt Mormon, is there any chance this loss could help Cody long-term and not have the crowd turn on him? He won't be as hot tonight as he was last night, but also be a combat, but also could combat any super senior feelings. I don't know. I'm just looking for silver linings. It depends on his promo. Uh, we'll see, see how it is. Uh, Mad, Mad Dan 87 I really don't see Roman appearing at Backlash or Money in the Bank. I think he's gone till SummerSlam. Poor booking by WWE once again. <laughs> Pete is my tribal chief. Well, he's also the jam that champion. Oh, did he win? Of ah, course he did. So. Of course he Cody did. Cody was my joker pick. Stevie Howland. I feel like this and <laughs> always has cruel been. irony. I know, right? <laughs> I feel like this and always has been Jay Uso's story to end. Yes, there is an argument to that. Yeah. But because it, that it started with Jay. Bacon Rasher, hey again, lads. Uh, remember Bron Breaker lost his title on Saturday. Could they be looking at him to be the one to beat Roman? My head hurts from overthinking what come next. Raw better be good and have Roman on tonight. Yeah, Bron's the only other name, really. Uh, I think that would be a mistake to put it on him this yeah. soon. No, actually, Tesco's been a member for two months in a row. It says two months. That's one more than last time. After Mania, all I can think now is people like Knight being fed to Roman to hit his thousand days. And that hurts. Mm. Kyle RC, I still think that Co I still think it's Cody, but Jay will have to cost Roman the title at SummerSlam, which means to lead to a non-title match between them. From now, Cody has to earn his next shot the long way. My father said, "Hard times breeds better men," and when it and it's what comes to mind with this. So the the redemption story for Cody, the long play with Jay, the, this is all good storyline meat. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm excited for it, though. That's it. I don't know if I'm excited anymore. We've still got a bunch of these to get through, by the way. Michael Willis says, Cody was always going to lose. It's the story of the prodigal son in the Bible. The wayward son goes off, lives his life with friends, and it doesn't work out. He goes back home and his dad ro uh, rolls out the red carpet. However, the son who stayed is still number one. Ah. <laughs> Daniel Pepper has become a member. Said, it's... if." It is not that Cody didn't win. It's that it was the same finish every time. Distraction, it's lazy, creative, boring finish. Sorry, just to go back to Michael's, that, that's not how I understand those stories going out. Usually someone leaves their environment. They pick up the part of them that was missing outside that environment. They return as a more fully rounded, all-conquering person to defeat whatever big bad that forced them out in the first place. So I... Yeah. Uh, I'll hot tag back to you, Ron. Uh, Master LeJike. Master LeJike, 27. There is only one option to dethrone Roman, a returning challenger, El Generico. Back from the dead. <laughs> Emil Bovjberg. I'm kind of okay with Cody losing. That I need to finish what my father couldn't motivation never made sense to me in any media. So if they have a redemption arc for him, what a better motivation I'm okay with. Big if, though. Yeah. With a better motivation, sorry. Uh, Carudero, first time Ultra Chatter. Your videos got me back into WWE in 2020, so just wanted to say thank you. Well, uh, our apologies. Uh, kudos <laughs> to WWE for getting me so emotionally invested in a story that it got me in a terrible mood the day after. Credit where it's due, I suppose. Go to work, 751. I don't wear this suit because I think I am somebody. I wear this suit because I want to be somebody. My father said when I was younger, hard times breed better men. This Cody Rhodes is still trying to be somebody, a better man. At least I hope so. Um, James Markham, as someone that hasn't liked the Roman story for some time, I feel bittersweet vindicative right now. Hearing you guys and the rest of the comments repeating what I was saying two manias ago, it's always been about Roman. Um, have we had more? Loads more. 
Where did we get? Uh, so Ivan Palagutian says, Hey guys, attending my first WrestleMania in 30 years yesterday. Wish I'd gone to night one instead. Mm. Cody was primed for a baby face run at, but alas. I do have one silver lining left. If it isn't Jey Uso dethroning Roman, then we've wasted Cody. Damn that damn. So many people are saying silver lining. Yeah. Uh, Sheldon Jackson, I'm concerned for Cody Rhodes because I believe he might be on the Drew McIntyre path of getting lost in the shuffle and going down the card. He might be on the AW path now, going mid after mid-card titles. Face Roman, lose, and down the card you go. Not a good look. We'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I think he's going to stay in the mix. I think so. Bonesaw Buck 823 also pie in the sky booking, especially with new owners. It's a bit more intimidating if it's Roman walking onto AEW and telling Dynamite to acknowledge him in a possible forbidden door setup. Probably never going to happen, but never say never, right? No, I think I will say never to that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll say never. <laughs> uh, missing username, so please do let the mods know because we've lost your name here. Rank these in order of worst booking decisions. One, Cody loses to Roman last night. Two, the Nexus lose to Cena. Three, Seth versus Fiend at Hell in a Cell. Well, the other two we can e are easy to do because you've got the benefit of hindsight. Um, Cody, is it's, you don't know just yet. Even right now, though... Like, the Nexus is the worst for me, because you ruined seven guys there. Then it's Seth Fiend. And then, honestly, way, way down from that is Cody losing here. Yeah. Uh, Kazumi, very sad to see Cody lose, but at least we have that Matt Cardona <laughs> return to look forward to tonight, right? I think he's booked for another show tonight. Labrini, my friends love AEW, don't watch WWE, but watch Mania for Cody. We liked it and considered watching weekly or the next pay-per-view, sorry, premium live event. Main event felt big and we got caught up in it. Then that finish, sticking with AEW. WWE lost us and we're easy marks. Big my big MGM says first Drew, then Sammy, now Cody. At this point, I bet Seth loses at Money in the Bank and Jay splits off just to lose at SummerSlam. I swear if this is all leading to Rock next year, you swear what, big MGM? You swear what? I swear like Pete did. Rob Burwell, Menberg 4, 19 months. I screamed at my TV in anger. What was the point when Roman won? I hate this swerve. Intrigued for Raw to see how they dig themselves out of this one. Dig up, stupid. <clears throat> um, missing username again. Please tell the mods your name. Could Cody win Money in the Bank and the next night on Raw challenge Roman for the title at WrestleMania 40? Kind of dumb in my opinion, but it checks off another achievement for Cody. What do y'all think? I mean, it, in on paper sounds grand, but you've then got to have another year of Roman's run when I think think people are kind of ready for it to be done. I feel like we asked for long-term booking for, for years and years and years. Monkey's poor-wise, we are getting too much long-term booking now yeah. in both major companies. Uh, go to work 751. First time Ultra Chatter. Been watching you guys for a long time, all the way back when it was Ollie and... The other one, Luke Owen. Love the whole gang. Keep up the great work. It's always nice hearing a lovely time with the boys. Also, LA Knight for Money in the Bank. Yes, Logan, yeah. Logan Paul. Uh, me, alas. I was telling everyone I know that watches wrestling, that Roman will win. They all laughed. Well, who is laughing now? <laughs> There's a lot of... <laughs> What I have had I told the last you? laugh. What have I told you so in these Ultra Chats? Here is a mad prediction. If they do introduce a new championship, I'm calling it now. Roman will beat Bruno's record, Vincent Kennedy McMahon's way. Also, just so maybe everyone's clear, Bruno's record is like 2,000 odd days. That's a lot more Roman Ooh. on top. <laughs> he didn't have to work weekly TV. Well, another's Roman. 
Yep, good point. Um, oh, I've, Isaac Lewis said, yeah. honestly, Cody losing just made me feel like a loser for getting invested in the first place. Why did I invest all this time and energy for Roman to laugh at me at the press conference for heat? Uh, Kevin, Luke predicted both Solo's loss and Roman's win. Maybe tried to predict happier <laughs> things, Luke. More seriously, the ending left me agape for a good 10 minutes. Uh, I just hate investing in someone to then have WWE say, okay, F you guys. This is so discounting. Ben Ashmore says, Hi, lads. Is it only me that thinks it's brilliant Roman retaining? Absolutely everyone was expecting a Cody win, and it was a great swerve. Would have liked a better, cleaner finish, but it got everyone hook, line, and sinker, roll on Raw. Well, I mean, I'm sure Vince Russo would also love uh, that side of argument, which is just like, well, we swerved them, kids, so I, I guess we got them in the end. Should we do a poll? Yeah. yeah. Should Roman have won? Yes or no? That's all we want. Yeah. Make it happen, Mod Mother. And Ben continues here. Tonight will be make or break. The people unhappy with the ending will need to be proved wrong in their minds and that WWE will have more for this story to justify Roman's defense. I'm not mad about the decision, but it better be amazing from here on out. That would do we were. I was Ben Green, we're not Ben Ashmore. Do apologize. Uh, and lastly for now, Labrini. My friends love AEW and don't watch. Oh, no, we've already had that one, which mm. is about uh, the AEW guys. I think we're now all caught up with the, the old chats just about this I, one topic. I think we've got oh, no, a few there's, more. There's one more. Uh, missing username. My biggest disappointment, <sighs> so please do tell the, the mods. My, <sighs> big, my biggest disappointment for the night was Alter Bridge not playing live for Edge. But that's bias on my part as they're my favourite band. Overall, a very good mania, but Bianca, Edge and Roman winning are peculiar decisions, in my opinion. Let's see what develops. Uh, I, I agree with two of those three. Ben Greenwood, did you read this one? Uh, no, Ben Greenwood is one. One reason to keep this going was also was the idea in my head that before the bloodline disbands, I would love to see Solo win Money in the Bank, and that threat constantly looming over Roman drives him to insanity. Could be fun. Could be fun. <laughs> and Mark Egan, Cody losing also hurts main event Jay's momentum in the process. We started from it's Jay's story to Jay can't be the face of the company. And missing username, please tell the mods. So is this where WWE Hangman Page Cody? <laughs> what? Well, it's in like... So know. is this where WWE Hangman Page Cody? Well, hang, I was in like using Hangman Page as a, as a, uh, a verb there. Oh, right, I see. Um, so what would that mean? The use... Well, that's what I was trying to think, because like... Where did we, I guess the argument was... You he, had them he, keep losing he, and losing? Well, he, yeah, but he, I, maybe <clears> the argument <throat> is he was supposed to... He should have won it all out rather than won it full gear and they kind of pushed the story mm. into full gear and it wasn't oh, yeah. as hot of full gear that it should have been all out. And I think... For, let me just refresh. No, there's Junior and okay. said, I'm not upset about the result. The match was great and Cody needed his first loss. Roman said he wasn't ready. Cody will build himself back up and Roman will get his thousand days. The real question is, why didn't Asuka win? The Asuka... Like, I find the Asuka uh, upset more baffling mm. yeah. uh, than anything else because B Bianca should have won. It was absolutely the right decision for Bianca to win. It's funny how people react though. You know, like we're here like, oh my God, how could you not have Cody win? And someone's there going, guys, it's obvious, but ask her. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Kevin, I'm still gutted because NXT stand and deliver and night one of WrestleMania was so much fun. And night two sucked all the enjoyment out of the weekend with that main event. Maybe an overreaction, but with how many hours of sleep we lost, it's annoying to see it end like that. Jam that jam. Uh, right, I mean, just last things, we did say we would give a bit of an update on this. Uh, anything that Vince McMahon had to say oh, on, wow. on the NBC thing. I mean, I've gone through the, the notes. Uh, thank you to our moderators for putting this uh, in for us. These two come from Fightful. Um, 
it's uh, there's not a huge amount in there really. Uh, Do the voice. Vince states that it didn't take much uh, pushing from Ari to let him agree to stick around. I love what I do. I love building WWE all my life. It's my passion. Uh, Ari continues that he didn't want to let Vince leave. I wasn't going to let him leave. We've had a relationship for 23 years. There's a trust and friendship. When you're going into business, going forward, that's important. I'm glad he chose us because it's a very competitive situation. Mm. Uh, Vince jokes that he and Ari could settle any disputes in the ring. Uh, Vince was asked if he would be involved in creative. He said yes and no. On a higher level, yes, in the weeds, which I love to get in the weeds in the past. No, I can't do that. Uh, Vince asked, uh, Ari asked what he would say if Vince wanted to get back in the ring. Says it's purely his choice. Vince said that's not going to happen. Vince acknowledges that he's made mistakes, quote, personally and professionally, end quote, and is unsure of, quote, the legacy stuff, end quote. (laughs) Ari states that the only person who should control Vince's legacy is Vince. Um, this was this wasn't part of the interview, but Brandon Thurston's reporting that an email sent by Vince announcing the sale also informed all employees of a Zoom meeting today at 4 p.m. Eastern. Let's get the login. <laughs> Come on, please. If any wrestlers are watching this, send us the invite. Uh, John Pollock of Post Wrestling said that Vince's email states that Paul Levesque will remain WWE's chief content executive. Okay, well, not... Not super comforting, the yes and no about creative. Yeah, it's the higher level stuff. I'm, I'm not there booking week to week TV, but I think you should do this. Yeah. And re- when, when I say I think, I mean do, do that. Right, uh, please do keep getting your ultra chats in, although there's there's so many. Maybe maybe stop. <laughs> thank you very much, everyone. Also, thank you to the 5,000 people wow. who are tuned in for this live stream today. So much viewership. Uh, I wonder how many people took today off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you have to, yeah. don't you? Um, but yes, let's do WrestleMania Night 239 Part 8. Uh, we started with Brock Lesnar versus Amos. It oh, was it was yeah, exactly yeah. what it needed to be. Oh yeah, yeah it was. It's exactly the match that, that we all expected it was going to be, right? But it was good. It was a five minute match. I said this would go five minutes. It was four minutes fifty five mm. seconds. I enjoyed this more than Cena Theory. Me too. By by leaps and bounds. I said the same thing on the mm. live reactions last night, and it was everything that you thought it would be, which is Brock sold for Amos. Amos didn't look convincing in doing what he was doing. <laughs> Brock hit a couple of German suplexes, one F5, and he won. Well, and he went home. He tried to do one F5. Great selling. Oh, no, my back. Then picked him right back up again, F5. I thought Brock worked this match fantastically. Brock was great. His selling was great. Yep. Um, and Amos was was big. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? You know, all these people are like, Amos is the future. It's like, mm. no, he's he's quite terrible. But if he's in the ring with Brock Lesnar, who's awesome, even then Brock was the one who looked awesome and Amos yeah. was just there. Did a couple of bear hugs. Oh, the, when he locked in that first bear hug, I was like, you got to be joking. <laughs> and then he did a second one. <laughs> it's a five minute match. Five minute match. It's like, well, I'm out, Two of, mo- bear hugs. I'm out of moves, guys. What am I going to do? Just hold on, kid. I'll get us through this. This is me playing 2K23. <laughs> I, can only, I can only remember how to do, I'm only comfortable with two different grapples. Yeah. So I just uh, do the same move. Um, unfortunately, we uh, our mod mother is not around today, so we can't do the uh, poll. So I'm trying to work out if I can do the poll here, but I actually don't know how to do it. 
After that, we got the WrestleMania Showcase Tag Match Ladies' Night sure edition. Uh, it was, let me see if I can remember this. Oh, well, this will be a fun I, game. I, Survival Series. I don't care. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Correct. Easy, because they won. Shotzi was with Natalia. Correct. Chelsea Green was with Sonya Deville, not Correct. Carmella. And Liv Morgan was with Raquel. Yes! yes. I made the joke. Did you see that Raquel looked at Liv Morgan and thought she was just Aaliyah? <laughs> <laughs> cool. Come on, Aaliyah. Let's go win the tug belts again. I don't care about any of these teams. Well, they're not teams. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. like, But I do... I, the men's one, they were all teams apart from Ricochet Braun, but I feel like they have become a team. Yeah, they've been a team for a while now. Uh, And Ronda and Shayna were the only actual team, and I cannot convince my heart to get invested in them. No. No, it wasn't much. It wasn't much of anything. It was clunky, overly rehearsed. I'm a big proponent of rehearsing wrestling matches, but this looked overly rehearsed. Well, you can can rehearse something and make it look good. Yeah. They rehearsed something and made it look rehearsed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, everyone got in, did some spots. I like a lot of them individually. Did I, I say Chelsea? I did, did say, say Chelsea. Chelsea Green. I think Chelsea Green's awesome. There, there was a genuinely fun moment in this match where Chelsea Green was so afraid of Raquel Gonzalez that she did a dive off the top rope to the floor onto a bunch of people. I genuinely laughed. Yeah. I thought that was a very fun spot. Chelsea Green that was, was my, a good spot. She was my MVP of this match. She's got great facials. She's a good character. Yeah. Uh, but the finish was... Uh, Shotzi had been laid out by something and Ronda just strolled in after not getting physical at all and put her an armbar and won. And then they all went, Ooh-hoo, boo-hoo, did you lose? I'm a baddie. So Ronda has an arm injury. I understand that's why she didn't get physical. It looked like Shane had picked up a foot injury as well. Yeah. She was hobbling around. She, sat, she took her boot off, sat down. I feel like this night was cursed. Because that wasn't the only injury we'd get. Uh, Bobby Lashley's here. He's here to do that open (laughs) challenge thing. He's got his trophy. And then... Oh, he's gone? Oh, but... Okay, we're doing the 2K23 bit. Okay, right. We'll come back and Bobby Lashley will... uh, Oh, it's just the the recap package of the Intercontinental title feud. And then a sponsor announcement. And then Drew, Sheamus and Gunther. Yeah, also in that was a video package to hype up the Edge-Balor match, which we thought was coming up next. It turns out it was the Peacock ad break, and we just got shown that instead. We argued a bit yesterday about the pacing of the show, the, the, the Miz-Pat McAfee bit in between the semi and the main. This was worse for me. It was dreadful, wasn't it? <laughs> this was so bad. Poor Bobby. Yeah. He looked, and and then to make things worse, he struggled to pick up the trophy. He thought it looked like he thought it was going to be fake. So it's like oh, I should lift this up. And he went, oh crap! But yeah, this is really heavy. And it's also so encumbersome. It's like eight foot tall. Yeah, three meters in diameter. It almost felt as well like he kept wanting to walk to the ring to do something. He's like walking yeah. a little bit down the ramp. He's like aha, and here's something. Nope, no, it's fading away. Nope, no, he's walking back <laughs> again. Nope, no, he's just he's going back to the trophy. Yeah, so no, and he was announced that he'll make an open challenge. Well, he's, yeah, he did a WWE.com interview where he said he was going to do an open challenge. It's not kayfabe. It's not, it's not in continuity. Not in continuity. That was, that was Bobby trying to book himself. When I interviewed the, the, the writers of the Super Mario Brothers movie from 1993, I asked them about the tease line they have at the end for a sequel. 
And Daisy walks in and is like, guys, you've got to help me. You'll never guess what's happened. The Super Mario Brothers are going to help out. And I was like, did you have plans for a sequel? They're like, no, you just put those things in, <laughs> hoping that if you do get a sequel, they'll hire you again. That's DC's entire uh, movie strategy. Exactly. Keep that's, teasing something. That's what Bobby did here. He was like, if I keep saying in interviews, I'm doing an open challenge, they'll book me in one. Surely they've got time. They could just <laughs> cut one of those many video packages. No. Uh, but Drew versus Seamus versus Gunther was my match of the weekend. It was so, so good. I loved everything about this. And it wasn't just big meaty men slapping me. It's got a really good story mm. in this as well. I loved this match. What was the story for you? What was the, obviously the Banger Bros implosion, which I did predict, by the way. <laughs> uh, and the the anger of Seamus you know, Drew stepping in on Seamus's territory. This is Seamus story. Drew telling him, "You had your chance and you, you didn't do it." So I think probably now it's my time, really, because I think I can beat you. And Gunther just being there is like, "You can't beat me. Yeah. Like neither of you can step up and beat me anyway." So I don't know. Like, just argue amongst yourself, and then once you're done, I'll pin whoever's left by power bombing one of you onto the other. Yeah, that moment when Seamus hit the brogue kick and the crowd got so into Seamus, particularly on the. Uh, the yeah. club spot, and he did like 30 clubs and Drew McIntyre just... <laughs> when Drew McIntyre pulled Seamus out for that bro kick on Gunther when he was making the pin, and Seamus just looked at him like, you son of a bitch. And I think this... That was so good. I don't know if this is intentional, but I think layers upon layers, that's how Drew also lost at Clash of the Castle, was being pulled out of the ring. Oh. In the Solo Sokoa thing, mm. or the referee being pulled out. So it's almost like it... You know how this feels, and uh, yet you did it to me here. Have you heard what happened after the match for the live crowd only? Because they had to cut to another video recap package. Did they just do more chops? Because sort of was like, I've got a few more in me. Seamus and Drew hugged. Huh. And apparently it was a lovely moment. Brian Alvarez said, honestly, if you saw it, it would be a proper WrestleMania moment afterwards. Crowd loved it. Stand innovation. I wonder if that was because it's just for the live crowd. It's because that's not the story that they're telling. And because he's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. Uh, one criticism about this match. What? Titus. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing there, man? I, look, we have to have the TV down fairly low because otherwise it gets picked up on the mics and WWE will take the video down. I didn't hear anything that Titus said. Well, he contributed nothing, so we had the same experience. Oh, okay, cool. I just don't know. Occasionally he would say something. I'd be like, why are you here? Yeah, why did Titus do two nights of uh, commentary spots? I don't know. But Bad Bunny made sense. He interfered in the mm. match. And it was a Spanish announcer's table. Yeah. Uh, but overall, this was just, just incredible. It was incredible. Awesome. Like the first, went 15 minutes, I think. The first half was just strikes. And then the second half was just massive moves. Yeah. Brilliant. Loved it so, so much. Gunther is a perfect, perfect wrestler, uh, and he should beat Honky Tonk Man's record. Yeah. Well, now that's happened, I know we've just been saying, don't do that for Reigns in a thousand days. I think there is loads of mileage left in Gunther. But that's actually a record. Mm. Like, Roman's already beaten records. He's already a record-setting champion in the modern-day era. So he's, he's broken the record. There are no records that he can actually get to now that he's got to hold it for like another year or so to get to like the next one. So probably don't do that. And I think a thousand days is just an arbitrary number. Belair took on Asuka next. Uh, Asuka came out with a few dancing Askers and Bianca won up that with 
uh, a bunch of kids oh, doing dancing. So good. Did you hear about the little girl? Yeah, her mother passed away that day, that day. And she like picked up the strength to do this because she knew it would make her mother proud. Oh, it was awesome. Knowing that, that's really nice. Um, but for the actual, when I watched it, not knowing that, it's just not for me. I don't, I don't care about dancing kids. I thought it was awesome. I thought this was a rad entrance. I thought, Everybody else does. I thought this was a, all the power. Well, to you. look, okay. Here's my hot take. I think this will be the hottest of hot takes that we're going to have on this show. This was better than Flair Ripley. Wow. I mean, yeah, I disagree quite strongly. I think this was a fine match. I thought this match was awesome. Yeah, I thought this match was great. I thought it was a really good story. I thought that Asuka looked great. I thought that Bianca Belair looked awesome. I love the the big. It felt big time. I thought the entrances were really good. I thought the presentation of the match was really good. I thought they worked brilliantly. She is Miss WrestleMania. She continues to shine and is just mm-hmm. an incredible talent. Boring as all get out, but she is an incredible talent <laughs> that is in desperate need of a good storyline. But yeah, for me, like I was way more invested in this match than I was uh, Flair Ripley. I'm happy for you. I, I keep, yeah, I couldn't like me personally. I, this was nowhere near Ripley. Yeah, Flair. Uh, this this was like a a good pay per view match. Hmm. I wouldn't even call it a great pay per view match, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but they told the story of Asuka's speed and technical skill against Bianca's raw strength. So a lot of spots where Asuka would get a ground submission on and Belair would just power up and slam her down. I appreciate as well I'm in the minority on this mm. one. I just had a quick look at the live chat. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very much in the minority on this one. But yeah, it's it was like a good, it was a good pay-per-view match, but it's kind of like the main event, which was an incredible pay-per-view match. But just that finish, it, it just takes out the steam. And I, I agree with you. I always thought Bianca was going to win. but I think seeing, she's the right winner as well. Seeing it play out doesn't make me any more enthusiastic about it. No, but I think that is less a uh, an issue with the match itself or yeah. the match with the finish. It's actually, that's a microcosm of a much larger picture, which is Triple H has done a bad job of booking the women's division since he's taken over. Yeah. And Bianca has got no credible options because he's not built anyone up. And she hasn't had a good story because I don't think he puts as much effort into it as he does other things. And I, I hope, I, I think Bianca needs something big. She needs something better than mm-hmm. what she's had since she's won the belt. I, I think the Becky story was really good. But outside of that, then she was just, it was Bianca and friends, which wasn't great. Then the damage control feud went on for too long. And then what she's done after that? Not a lot, really. Yeah. I guess she is a victim of bad <clears throat> booking, but she, I think she's an awesome talent. She's very personable. And she's an awesome champion. But she needs something better. Can we talk about Shane McMahon now? But now let's talk about the actual <laughs> good thing on this show, right? So Miz and Snoop Dogg come out. And, I think it's a road dog then. And they announce the only. attendance figures, 81,395. Uh, and then they start going back and forth. Miz is like, well, you introduced Pat McAfee yesterday. Oh, girl, you. And Snoop Dogg's like, this ain't your city. This is our city. And, you so know. This traveling crowd. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's this traveling crowd and of, of millionaires. <laughs> Because our city also apparently includes Shane McMahon. Yeah. I, when that music hit, I genu- I genuinely thought I opened another browser. Yeah. And something, oh, what, what's that music playing for? No, as an advert popped up. Dan said, have I fallen asleep? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, am I dreaming this now? 
Because Shane McMahon was here. Shane McMahon was the open challenge. I was like, you know, we all thought, oh, it might be Bobby, it might be LA Knight, it might be Jay White. No, it was Shane McMahon doing a light jog and getting himself gassed by the time he got into the ring. <laughs> what's, what's up, LA? <laughs> I've got to have a match. I've got to get in shape. <laughs> and then what did he do? What did he do? <laughs> Look, this is so... I, don't, I, I struggle to talk about this because I don't... I do not find people getting hurt funny. I find it deeply uncomfortable. I was like, or awful. And it's awful. But just the way it played out. Because <laughs> <So. laughs> it's, it's not... Yeah, you're right. Because what, especially what happened afterwards, was just as bad and insane. It's the complete package of... <laughs> Shane McMahon, this guy we never thought we'd see back in WWE. Definitely not now. And I've got to be honest, I didn't miss him. (laughs) No one's there going, when's Shane coming back? Sean Rossett put out a tweet that said, like, you know, there's nothing he hadn't actually really reported, but apparently Vince had told people close to him, Shane will get another pop as long as I'm in charge. Won't get another pop. Won't get another Mm. pop, because he was like, he's done. I'm absolutely done with him. And here we are just over a year later. There's that Shane McMahon pop. So he runs down, like you said, totally gassed, cuts a promo, panting heavily. <laughs> Sweating <and> profusely. <laughs> and he's like, let's have a match with Miz. And I am just in hysterics. The audacity for this to happen. <laughs> but also because I have a tremendous fondness for Miz versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Miz Dad. Miz Dad. It's one of like the beloved... Crap wrestling things at Wrestle Talk. He fell on a golf cart. (laughs) 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 So to see him to see him square up against Miz, I'm like, you know what? Let's do this. And then he punched him right in the face. (laughs) So he put he does his Shane McMahon punches, which all connect and look horrible and he's there going I'm the biggest tough guy I'm the biggest tough guy in my dad's company I'm just like the undertaker the purest striker in WWE I do an MMA class every Thursday evening my mate Dave says I'm actually really good and he's there he's like taking it my YouTube channel it's not a daredevil like underdog plucky wrestler guy it's it's genuine best wrestler in the world goes toe-to-toe with AJ Styles Shane McMahon he's a, he's sweaty he's getting out of breath he can't punch properly and then he does the most basic sequence <laughs> in wrestling it's what they teach you the first few weeks it's called the international whip someone into the ropes they come back you drop down they hop over you you know so many matches start that way it's called the international because you know you can go over to Mexico or Japan and just just do that sequence. And he screwed it up because he went for the leapfrog. He landed awkwardly on his leg and he immediately crumples to the floor and he's he tries to get up. I was going to say, that's the bit that, that made me laugh and it's the saddest moment of it is because he crumples to the floor and then like there was a grenade on the floor and he dived on top and like, I can save this! So he dived in front of the Miz and the Miz just trips over him. Yeah, it's like uh, Shane's, Shane's body that mind hadn't caught up with his body. Yeah. Uh, the adrenaline <laughs> going through his soul. No, 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 Cody Rhodes. <laughs> and yeah, Shane, Shane's like, I can't get back up. Like when Vince got into the ring at Royal Rumble 
uh, it was as embarrassing as that, I'd say. Not not as embarrassing, because that was hugely more significant. But it's it's the same ballpark. And somehow Snoop Dogg is like, I'm going to save this. <laughs> so Snoop Dogg, apparently told by the referee, get in there, punch Miz. Must have had an order from the back. Hit a people's elbow. Snoop Dogg gets him, just decks Miz, doesn't miss a beat, decks him again, Hits a people's elbow that the crowd go crazy for. He goes to take his armbands off, realizes he's not wearing armbands, so he takes off his sunglasses and throws it into the crowd. He runs the ropes worse than Kelly Kelly. Yeah, yeah. And then stops and does this enormous jumping elbow. <laughs> he so high in the air. He went, whoa! And then, like, Shane McMahon's disappeared. The referee's counting one, two, three. I'm like, he's not even, he's not, this isn't the match. Snoop Dogg wins. Wahey. Wahey. I just thought, this is what I missed from Vince. This is the sort of insane content I can expect from this guy. Yeah. I'm not saying Vince was in control. I'm just saying this was very pre-Triple H. Yeah. Um and 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 yeah, it was it's it was unfortunately hilarious. So Speedy funny. recovery. But yeah. torn quads apparently. The whole package together was ludicrous. There was a tweet the last night, just as I was about to go home, that really made me laugh. That said, and it was actually from Vinny V at Figure Four. Just went, Stephanie's father, husband, and brother have all suffered the same injury. <laughs> Can't even say it's genetic. <laughs> Triple H isn't part of the DNA. Maybe it's something else that they all do. Uh, so, not stretching. Yeah, not stretching enough. Not stretching enough. Oh, man, it was just... I, I, I thought it was hilarious and then the goofiness continues mm. so then we got edge versus finn balor uh bought, brought to you by russell crowe in the pope's exorcist. in the pope's exorcist a movie i really genuinely want to see have you seen the trailer no there's an amazing moment in the trailer where you know someone asks him to do something and he goes i'll have to take it up with my boss god <laughs> <laughs> yes I, I i've only seen the poster and i saw the poster on the tube and i thought this is for me. <laughs> and so, I mean, right. Out of the way, the, I'm honestly got my biggest pop of the night is that he came out to Slayer. Mm -hmm. Because Slayer's South of Heaven kicked in. I literally like jumped out of my chair. I was like, Slayer! <laughs> and I was like, this is the best thing ever. I mean, they ruined it by cutting it off. And like, <laughs> like stupid Metalingus instead. Um, but I, the, this was so beautifully goofy. And it was two guys who thought, we're so cool. Oh, we look so cool. We've got these cool entrances. And I am there pissing my pants <laughs> laughing because this is the stupidest little goofy nonsense. Enjoyable goofy nonsense. Mm. Like, I'm enjoying this from an ironic state because he comes down like Metal Man. He's got this sort of like metal skull thing on his head while his music is playing. This Titantron says, Brood Edge. Yeah, like he's an, he's an alternate in 2K23. It's a different character. He's Brood Edge. Brood Bredge, as everyone called him. I was like, just saying Brood Edge doesn't make this brood edge where's well, gangrel and all the while russell crowe is inside tony stark's like iron man <laughs> helmet <laughs> just like i'm russell crowe demons and shit. like watch out everyone <laughs> that's the next pay-per-view demons and shit. Oh, it was great. So I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, the two guys who thought they looked the coolest oh, yeah. ever. So 
was was the demon always this uh, cringy? Lame? <laughs> <laughs> or have, have we grown out of it? Or has something changed when he lost to Roman Reigns? I don't know. what I, I, Something was lost when he went to the main roster. I've heard someone say it was the daylight. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But that then then I see bits bits replay in my mind of Finn going <laughs> like uh, <laughs> He never used to do that, did he? I don't, I don't he did really... it in the entrance when he creeped down, but yeah. in the ring he he wasn't pretending that, well, to be possessed. Well that's also because in NXT and when he used to run the independent scene. It wasn't a character. He just wore pa- face paint as like a psychological tactic. It's a deeper, darker place of himself. But on the main roster, it's a separate character to Finn Balor. Yeah. Which is what makes it so hilariously goofy. He doesn't take damage as well. That's that's relatively new here, I think. Yeah. Like he was popping up at one counts. But I just look at him as well and I'm just like, yeah, in your spare time that you build Lego. <laughs> <laughs> And you're it's like, cool. yeah, what he's doing it. It was so goofy, but I had a lot of fun with it. And then they get into the match. It's the old Hell in a Cell, mm. but you know, WWE were like, that's ah, not colorful enough, is it? What if all of the kendo sticks were colored? <laughs> what if the chairs were painted? What if the table was painted purple? Because, and Pete had to explain this to me, red is the color of the devil. Mm. Purple is the color of a demon. Oh, okay. Which is why Finn was only using purple weapons and Edge was only using red weapons until they just sacked that off and just started uh. using any weapon they could get their hands on. And then there were just weapons under the ring that were regular, like not coloured. So it, I don't quite know what the point of it was. I don't know whether the Pope's exorcist people asked them to do this. I don't. Just looking at, I've admittedly only seen the poster, but I don't think bright colours are a big feature of that grey brown looking movie. But when he pulled out a coloured kendo stick, I was like, "This match is so stupid. It's hilariously stupid." Why has WWE gone down this route? We got the UV paint match at Royal Rumble. Yeah. Oh yeah. With the, the Mountain Dew stuff. Well, that and was a sponsorship thing. In. I guess this was a sponsorship. What's, thing spo- what's? Yeah. Well, it was so funny. I. I'm glad, maybe because I wasn't watching it with friends, I just, I, and I'm not into this feud. No, uh, yeah. And I I was going through this sort of existential crisis of, I thought the demon was cool. Am I not cool? <laughs> it's not cool anymore. Why am I feeling this way? It's, it's what um, every Limp Bizkit fan went through in like 2005. <laughs> Wait, maybe Limp Bizkit weren't cool. <laughs> oh, was I wrong? Was I wrong all those years ago when I thought they were amazing? Maybe listen to an album. Oh no! And you doubled down because you can go two uh, ways, uh, can't uh, you? Oh no! So this is the journey that every Limp Bizkit fan went through. 1999 and 2000. Oh, it's the best band on the planet. 2001. It's still good. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roland's not as great, but no, they're, they're still good, though, right? They're still good. And then 2005, you're like, oh no, no, they were lame. Oh, all this time they were lame. I was so wrong. Everyone kept telling me, and I couldn't see the woods for the trees. And then we all came out the other side, and be like, nope, they were awesome. <laughs> they were the best band. I was right. They were great. Still sucks. It's an amazing album. Sure, Gold Cobra wasn't very good, but still sucks. It's really good. So we had unfortunately a injury here. Very it's, nasty have you one. Seen it? I've not seen it. I've just heard it. Oh, I've, I've, do, you, I've, do you want to see the picture? Go on then. I've still not watched Dante Martin's. Uh, no. Well, you know um, how. New points of articulation ankle. Brian Alvarez described uh, Don Callis's head injury as like, it looked a, like gash. a hatchet. You can see the skull. Yeah. Uh, I'll bring up the picture for you now. Hold on. Finn hmm. Balor's Twitter account. Holy crap. That looks like he's done some makeup. Wow. 
Yeah, so Edge threw a ladder at him, and Finn went down immediately, and I thought, at the first it was a cool spot, but then I was like, oh, there's some drops of red. Man, he must have busted himself open. But then he sits up, and he's got a red face anyway, red and black face, so you can't actually see any gash. But then you're like, but the floor is getting redder. And there's there's <laughs> blood on the ladder. That was the first thing. Oh, so, I didn't see So we that. saw a bit of blood on the mat, and then obviously the camera's only focusing on Edge. And Dan was like, is, did, did Balor get cut open? And I was like, I mean, there's blood on the ladder. Behind Edge, you can Ooh. see this blood splatter on the yeah. ladder behind him. Nasty. And they had, the, of course, they paused the match, and uh, Edge did his best, like going around the ring, getting out weapons, trying to keep the crowd into it. Apparently they... Uh, Stapled, stapled his, his head, head together yeah. and injected him with anesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what the protocol is because that it was it's a gash, but it's to their head, right? Well, where's the concussion protocol? I'm sure they're very above board. I'm sure they they followed every single thing, but like I don't. It's, da- it's a dangerous it's, game. It's a dangerous game. It ain't ballet, folks. Like the Dante Martin spot. It ain't ballet, folks. <laughs> And that spot could have gone absolutely perfectly. That spot could have gone way worse. Mm. Like sometimes, it, sometimes it works out for you. Sometimes it doesn't. How does it go worse? Decapitates well, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it was as a match itself. I, actually, after the injury, I thought that they both yeah. really came out of the gates, firing at each other to be like, "We need to get that. We need to get people back into this match." I've got a theory for that. Mm. You know, this match was meant to be a lot longer. Yeah, which I, I did say it would be. Yeah. I think they were like, okay, we need to wrap this up because your head is exposed. Your skull is leaking out of your head. Let's just do the entire thing at double speed. <laughs> and it was actually really, really good from that point. Yeah, they had a little little platform inside the cell for no reason <laughs> other than for Finn Balor to jump off of it. Yeah, to miss coup de grace through the table. Yeah. Um, but a red concerto edge wins. Honestly, what was the point of this feud? And the okay, WWE are masters of rewriting history because the video package they played before mm-hmm. this was so deliciously great because it was a video package that showed Edge formed the Judgment Day and the Judgment Day turned on him. And then at Extreme Rules, Finn Balor mm. forced Edge to say I quit because they beat up his wife. And now he's finally back to extract yeah. revenge on Finn Balor, missing out all of the bits where he beat Dominic Mysterio, beat Damian Priest, beat Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley in a tag team match, eliminated them all from the Royal Rumble, and then he just won here. Is Edge WWE's Chris Jericho? <gasps> yes. It's an Edge Vortex. He's the Edge Vortex. You just get caught in it for a year. And just lose to him all the time. At least Jericho loses. You don't just lose to Edge, though. You also have to lose to Beth Phoenix. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> fathom why Edge won here other than, well, he had to... That's the end of the story. Mm. The good guy wins. But the good guy already won multiple times over. So this is not a satisfying conclusion to what was a very bad story to begin with. And Edge's whole thing is like, oh, I came back so I could put people over. Bollocks, mate. Because <laughs> you, you, you keep bloody winning. So it feels like you came back to have Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, and, to, and to win and a And to lot. win them. And I, I loved watching Tempest just huff on that copium when he was on Twitter being like, no, it, it, it was nice to have him see, win a match at WrestleMania. It might be his final year. Like, no, he had, he had to win this match, really. When you, think, when you think about it, he should have won this match. This might be his last one. 
after that, we had Bel Air do a little interview with uh, Kayla Braxton backstage and the dancing kids celebrate with her. I'm just reading this out, really, because nothing happened. But this is where I'm at with this. I've just put one dimensional baby face. <laughs> dancing kids celebrate with a one dimensional baby face. Oh, she is. And then the Hall of Fame class came out. Stacey Keebler, Great Muta, Rey Mysterio, and the families of Tim White and Andy Kaufman. And I was like, please, Dom, attack Ray. They didn't, which is fine. But oh my God, it was it was there. It could have been juicy. Yeah. And then we got the main event, which we've discussed at length. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think this is so, so below yesterday's standard. Like every match, a Moss Brock, surprisingly fun, but it was Brock a Moss. Who cares? WrestleMania Showcase match was nothing. Um, the triple threat. Triple threat was the best match of the weekend. Easily. Well done. The Asuka Belair match, I thought was a decent pay per view match. I loved it. The Edge Balor match was goofy. Uh, the feud didn't mean anything to me. Edge winning, I felt was bad. Some of the action was good, but it also had the the stoppage, which did affect the match as well. So I'd put that as like a, a negative rating, really. And then the main event, excellent, perfect, but the finish soured it all. Yeah. So like I gave this 71%. I think that's fair. I'd have given this like, yeah, two, three out of five. Because the because the triple threat was so great. But also mm. that triple threat had more of that sponsorship garbage around it where it was like every five minutes we've got to cut away because Mike Hard has got some lemonade nonsense. <laughs> and um Mike's hard lemonade. Yeah. You remember Mike Hard's lemonade? Yeah, it gives you massive boners when you drink it because it's all the tea that's in it, lemonade. And uh, he, so th there was that stuff, but I really, really liked Asuka Belair. I appreciate that I'm in the minority on this one, but I really, really loved that match. I thought it was awesome. Um, and I enjoyed the silliness and the wackiness of Shane. Oh, yeah. Like, that was brilliant. Hilarious that we can, you know, joke about it now. And some of the goofier elements of the uh, cage match, uh, the Hell in a Cell match, but also it was a story that I, ha I did not care for and the wrong person went mm -hmm. over. So yeah, I don't think this was a good night for WrestleMania. It was a bad follow-up to night one. And I think it is also going to sour all of those chats we had yesterday being like, this could be all-time WrestleMania. Yeah, because we spoke about, I gave night one, if you haven't seen, 100%. Never done that for anything before. Uh, never done it for an episode of TV, AEW, pay-per-views, whatever. WrestleMania 39 night one was 100% for me. But then I'm like, but is, is WrestleMania 39 actually the whole show? So really, is WrestleMania 39 overall actually 85%? Yeah, I say, because I think they are one show. Mm. We talked about this yesterday on the podcast, uh, Reactions, that um, when we do the podcast end of year awards, we say that WrestleMania is a one vote thing. When New Japan was a two-night show, that was a one-vote mm. thing, as opposed to just like, no, I like just this one night. No, you get WrestleMania as your vote. So for me, I think you have to look at it as yeah. a whole. And I think night night two massively underdelivered, and as an overall experience, I think it slightly sours some of what uh, the good that night one did. Also, how you leave them? Yeah. Also, I just want to show you this image from <gasps> the. Oh my so god! It's from glorious. from the interview on CNBC. I just want to show Oliver Davis that thumb that image of. Uh, Vince. He's looking dapper. <laughs> he looks good. We, I said this on the uh, the live reaction yesterday that you were the only person <clears> in the world who said, like, I think it looks good on him. Oh my God, I'm going to get a moustache. 
Well, the, you what tried a funny bit. But we tried this recently, didn't? Well, I say recently. It was a couple of no, years. No, but that was now. to raise money for charity. That was for but the, the Shawn, November one. No, the Shawn Michaels video. Oh yeah, yeah. And your partner really did not like it. Yeah, yeah. But she was wrong like as well. Well, we've got other storyline things going on. Oh, it's a shame I can't do the tash. But you can grow. <laughs> you can grow a beard really quickly. Yeah, I can. Uh, right, let's get on with these Ultra Chats. Thank you, everybody, for sending them in. Uh, we're going to rattle through them because we've already done an hour and a half, and there's loads. There's loads of them, and you've got to do Raw After Mania reactions. I've already done several videos today. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Demon Arc 117, that ending is precisely why I stopped following WWE. They had the greatest story in 20 years, possibly all time, and failed to stick the landing. Well, the story's not over yet. Harrison Earl, Cody was him. It's going to take at least another year to heat someone up enough to be taken seriously as a challenger for Reigns, and I can't be asked with it, and I don't even watch WWE week to week. Biggest fight feels since WrestleMania 26, Taker versus Michaels, I think. That's a good shout. Yeah. Uh, adverb never gonna happen fantasy booking but new hurt business versus bloodline Bobby versus Roman Heyman versus MVP promos Shelton Cedric versus Usos and Amos, for, Amos versus Solo absolutely dumb but at least I'd pop give the people what they want more Amos but that also suggests that the Usos are just still within the bloodline and mm. I mean if they are just being like now nah, we're just still part of this group I think we are gonna start to lose our way a little bit also that's a great storyline but it's not the storyline that ends the title reign yeah uh jack wtw i love long terms jake. jake wtw i love long-term storytelling the twists and turns the ups and downs finally building to a satisfying conclusion but there is a difference between long-term storytelling and a story that never ends according to triple h totally agree kotv i'm flipping fuming if i fantasy booked it i'd have jay slowly start making decisions and have him seemingly trying to become tribal chief when jimmy tries to stop jay being a asshole when fine before he left before come back like nothing happened jim goat what I, I i lost my way a little bit on that one but i think what he's trying to say is that maybe jimmy is the guy not jay hmm uh, missing username please tell the mods what this is so we can shout you out my bad hangman page comment I mean where Cody now loses his confidence and needs to gain it back to ultimately win the big one who's his who's his Omega then Roman no as in like oh a friend got, we've got a tag with someone first oh yeah Randy sure <laughs> Alizar 7, it's a reign of terror now. All it's missing is Roman beating theory to absorb the US title, so there is no titles on Raw. And for those who are just doing for those who are doing movie comparisons, it's been three smegging years. It's like the build to Infinity War, just to reset to Iron Man 1. Very well said. Missing username, please tell us uh, what it is. They had the greatest mania main event and they blew it. Wanted Solo to come back and be killed by Drew as payback for Clash. That would have been a nice beat. Mm -hmm. All the people that the bloodline have wronged oh, yeah. to come in and interfere. Uh, match and story were perfect for the title change here. I will not wait to see it play out. We did that for two years now. Beans. Big conversation on the, uh, the two-hour pre-show about uh, the baked beans. Do you know, Pete doesn't like baked beans. Some people don't. They don't like the texture. Yeah. Well, I love baked beans. I mean, I, me too. And it, it, honestly, it led to 
a near two-hour discussion <laughs> when we were talking about Endeavour. One watcher. Because of excessive control over independent contractors and Saudi sports washing, I only subbed to the WWE Network to watch the Rumble and Mania. Can't resist. So that made me extra disappointed in seeing Cody lose. The IC title match was great at least. That's true. Lane Dashko. Hey guys, just want to say you guys are amazing. Thank you. I'm such a huge fan of your channel. Thank you. I watch everything. <laughs> Stop it. My opinion on Roman Reigns, it started with family, it ended with family. Roman has to berate the Usos first to finally get the family to go against him and T. And <clears throat> I think, Lane, you're absolutely right. And you can do that without Roman being champion. Yeah. Uh, Andrew A. I was at both events. The feeling and pacing of the second show was different than the first. The main event was a big woof at the end. My area was anti-Roman and we were all deflated when the ref hit the three. Me and my uncle left. We didn't see the final pyro. It could be that traffic. Uh, missing username again please get in contact with the mods let us know who you are. Sucks with all that time for night one replays. We never got an LA night moment. Yeah! In regards to the main, it felt like Cody should have won, but I'm not mad at the result. Just need to let it play out, hopefully. Thanks for the great content. I am. Um, I, I said this last night as well. It shows how much faith people have in Triple H that let it play out really is now becoming mm. a genuine defense of this to be like, look, faith in Triple H, he must have something good planned. And I agree. I agree. Grimlock Customs. There's only one man who can end Roman's reign. The indie god. The greatest indie wrestler of all time. Woo, 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 you know it. Matt Cardona. <clears throat> Kenneman Dan texted me this morning. Yeah. He, of course, didn't compare it to, you know, good comparisons. He compared it to uh, Kurt Angle just beating James Storm. <laughs> was it James Storm or was it Bobby, Bobby Roode? Roode? Bobby Roode after a year of building up Bobby in TNA yeah, and, then, and James Storm wins it the next night. Yeah. So Cardona could be the guy. I actually like that a lot. That's a really good comparison. <laughs> Kenneman Dan's got some good points. He's, he's, he's a good guy. Uh, Sir Lowe, wait, wait, wait. I thought Roman had great matches and great promos and the best story of all wrestling. Now that he beat Cody, his matches all end the same and people are tired and want to move on. Why was this before he beat Cody? Ha ha ha, fickle. And, but this was a great match. And it's, he does have great promos. And this was the best storyline in, in all of wrestling. That is all still true. The, the point making, Sir, uh, Sir Lowe, is that ending it with the template... Uh, which I am not. I've not been against the template previously. End of the template here was the wrong move. Not good enough. Justin Edelheat. I think having Cody defeat Reigns at SummerSlam is how this ends. It's similar to Roman's first Universal Title win when he won it from Brock Lesnar. Be powering up to shout again. No, no, I'm fine. Everyone was expecting Reigns to win at WrestleMania 34. He lost and won it at SummerSlam instead. Thoughts? Well, that's the apparent comparison I made earlier, which is that no one cared when he won at SummerSlam, and it, it it wasn't as big of a moment as it could have been at Mania. Black Adam. It might just be me, but every time Solo interfered, he had a look of concern or doubt on his face, like he couldn't believe that he had to help his uh, tribal chief against Cody. Even the mat, even after the match, how he looked at Roman made me think he had lost confidence in him. Mm. I didn't pick up on that, and neither did the commentators. I don't think. No, but I think that's just it's subtle acting. Father Beps, uh, username Zuri. There's something to Cody not being good enough, but the follow-up must be very well done. This is the WrestleMania main event. This is where it's all meant to culminate, and he was the guy. Feels like WWE overcomplicating things and getting greedy. Uh, Cutlass 206. Cutlass 206 here. AEW super fan, but have Peacock for some other things, so just decided to catch a few of the matches. Highlight of my night was the Snoop Elbow drop. 
Not sure there is anyone I would care about beating Roman now, at least not someone in WWE. Well, there's <clears> always that Kenny Omega right there. I'll, uh, hot tag. Uh, this is a missing username. Please do let our moderators know. He said, while I love the IC title match, I thought Titus O'Neil's commentary was horrible. <laughs> and anything real will try to unify the belts. She said she's got plans for Bianca. Uh, just, end, just end the brand split entirely. Just get rid of the brand yeah. championships. Maybe. Ronan C said, if Vince needed any more proof that Shane is half the man he is, Shane could only <laughs> blow out one quad when Vince managed both. <laughs> uh, Chiara Angel says, can't wait for tomorrow's annual traditional title of worst Raw, sh- worst Raw post-mania ever <laughs> again. Uh, by the way, the best spot for me is Chelsea Green stopping Raquel Gonzalez because she wanted to be photographed while diving and Rick- uh, Rodriguez just let her do it. Uh, Danny G has been a member for 19 months in a row. Said, feel bad because it's a legit injury, but it's the most Shane thing ever. At least he got his WrestleMania moment, though, and it was one for the ages. Kevin, the rest of the show was fine. The IC three way in a uh, is in contention for match of the weekend with the SmackDown Women's Title match and the Tag Title match. Asuka versus Bianca was really good, but then I realized that Asuka has never won at Mania, and I hate that. It's a true fact. Mm-hmm. Um. Charles Berg, I think we could probably do this. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. Um, who would have thought that the loudest pop Shane had yesterday came from his own body? Uh, what previ- what I uh, said was previously in jest. Hope he recovers, but doesn't return. <laughs> One watcher said, here's an idea. Gunther breaks Honky Tonk Man's record. Seamus dethrones him to make his win even better than it could have been last night thoughts. Well, that's what I... That was mm. my prediction, was that, yeah, Seamus is the one to dethrone Gunther, but you wait until you've broken the record and then you do it yeah. on a, a... Oh, actually, no, sorry. No, I think it just beats him again. Yeah, and oh, that's better. Yeah, because the story never oh, ends. Oh, it just keeps on the going. The story just keeps yeah, going. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Campbell, hello again. On a more positive note, a reliable barometer we have for Brock liking or respecting someone is how hard he sells for them, and he sold his ass off for a moss last night, so it's likely safe to say he likes a moss a lot and sees a lot in him. I disagree. And the crowd don't see it either. I I don't think that's the case. It was a five-minute match. If he really saw something in him, he would get him over. He did not get over Amos in this match. There was a point when I thought, oh, maybe they'll do the Cena SummerSlam match. And it's just, Amos just decimates him and pins him. Mm. And then I was like, oh. And then I thought, no, because where do you go from there? (laughs) Because he's not challenging for the belts. And trust online. I haven't watched wrestling in years, but watch WrestleTalk anytime Luke and Ollie review a show. My favorite thing is you reviewing Shade's punches out of the (laughs) pot. Uh, Matthew McFadden says speaking as the last remaining unironic Shane McMahon fan I lost my S when he returned night one was incredible Shane O'Mac returning after 14 months only to bust his quad in 20 seconds is an all time moment yeah thank you Shane thanks Shane thank you Shane uh, not actually Tesco says brood edge with a mirror skeleton mask really did make a disco inferno <laughs> I'll see myself out. Fair play to Finn for taking that ladder shot. That performance should be talked about akin to Foley 99 for intensity through Mankind's reign supreme. Though Mankind reigns supreme. Mm. Uh, ben Vlerick says, huh, it's funny. I was just thinking yesterday with all the sponsorship, it looks like a UFC event. What's mm. next? Logos in the ring. Or better yet, UFC buying W. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's just happened. I love UFC, but don't know if this is good or bad. Probably not great. It's better than what could have happened, which yeah. was Saudi Arabia. Uh, one of the reports I did see is that, <clears throat> you know, what they said is that they're going to be building a lot of the infrastructure around WWE based on the brilliant back staff they already have at UFC, which makes a lot of WWE, apparently have made a lot of WWE staffers think, oh, so I'm, I'm probably not going to be employed by the end of the week. Well, we've all seen The Office. That's the season one, season two, season three storyline. Merge, cup, merge them, layoffs. Yep. 
Uh, just for fun, 669 said, I think a very significant reason for Roman winning is just the stupid impending sale. Tedious amounts of ads, Vince being back and Roman being a cash cow just make me feel like ob- feel uh, they felt obligated to extend his title reign further. Possibly. I feel like this is a creative reason more than uh, a money one. Oh, wow. Uh, Grizzly Young Veterans request their release from WWE. Huh. So uh, news from Sean Ross Sapp. Yeah, that's an odd, odd one. Who? What, well, they, they, did they win? No, the they lost on at the weekend, and they actually did put up. Um, uh, Zach Gibson put up a tweet over the weekend that was just like, you know, no matter where we are, no matter you know who we face, we will always be grizzled. And I took that to mean, ah, oh, they're going to ditch the stupid names they've been given yeah. and just go back, just to do being, a repackage, main roster call up, and just come back as the grizzled young vets. But yeah, no, according to Sean. Uh, they have requested their release. Yeah, Fightful Select can confirm that former Grizzled Young Vets Jager Reed and Rip Fowler have requested their release from WWE. They've been involved with Schism of late on NXT. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe they just, maybe they were banking on a call up this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, this week rather. They didn't get a call. And they're like, I don't want to do this NXT thing. I do because they they'd be great in AEW. They'd be great anywhere because they're an awesome team. But like they'd be great anywhere. But yeah. really, where else can they go to get more than NXT? You know, they're yeah. already on TV. Yeah. Um, but an AEW, they could, who have a tag team depth issue right now. That's true. And actually, I mean, just allowing Zach to be able to do his promos again because <laughs> I I cannot believe that a company would look at Zach Gibson and be like, you know what you're going to do be a bodyguard for yeah, someone. Yeah. You're going to be backup for someone. It's the daftest thing I've yeah, ever heard. Great. Uh, Billy Muda says, had a great time at WrestleMania in Los Angeles, making my way back home. Only six more hours drive to go. Oh. Thanks for keeping me on the road. Good luck. We've got some new members here. Charles B and Austin Theory. An Austin Theory? Uh, Hector Rodriguez has gifted memberships to Manny Umaria. Amy Van Der Hayden. Uh, Alex Birdfox. Thomas Pinnacola. Cried Wolf has been a member for 18 months in a row. And thank you to Jack Vivel for ultra-chatting in earlier stream. I've lost his name because Tyler Robinson has gifted memberships oh. to Bonus Baby, Bonus, uh, Bonus Baby, Brad, Isaiah Coulter, Ashton Mitchell, and Voddle. Thank you very much. And we got a few last-minute chats as well. Uh, missing username, please do let us know if... Uh, uh, a mod know what your name is here. Tell me the Snoop and Miz segment was not just God playing mad kind. Playing mad kind? Mankind? Mankind, maybe? Gunther looked like an absolute beast yesterday and is the only one that can take down Roman now. Hey, I'd be in for a Gunther Roman run. I'm in for Gunther Brock. Yeah. Uh, Jason Guetheres. No, I, I was told that would be rubbish. <laughs> I, was, I, was sh- I was shot down on my idea that that would be, be a good thing. I didn't mind the finish at all. I'm surprised at the overall reaction. Like, we all knew this was also very likely to happen. Roman's on a lifetime reign and I'm excited for what's still to come. Always been met on Cody, my opinion. Though. I think that forms a lot of your feelings there, Jason, is that you're not that into Cody. I think maybe the you know the reaction that people have of like, I'm not that bothered by this is because they you don't see Cody as the mm. guy. Uh, I made a comment <clears throat> during the live stream reactions when, because Cody had his entrance with Brandy and his kid and negative one. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is beautiful. This and the other. And then partway through the match, I said, do you know what's great about having Brandy at ringside? Because they had Sammy's family at ringside mm. of Montreal. And that kind of made you think that Sammy could possibly win, even though it was very certain that Roman was going to win. But it gave you that little inkling of hope. And I was like, I think they did that because that sets this up here. That gives you that little inkling mm. that maybe Roman could still retain here. 
not knowing that he would just win. <laughs> Uh, Ajaz Hussein did you hear Vince say he'll be involved in creative in the interview this doesn't bode well for WWE I've been watching for 30 years and now I'm more worried this will turn me off if you've been watching for 30 years you are not going anywhere absolutely not uh, Nate S member for 22 months Trip saying the quiet part out loud <laughs> in WWE the story is never finished that says to me Cody won't ever win the belt and hashtag finish the story yeah, that's very true actually can't finish the story if the story doesn't finish. Uh, yeah, does the WWE just end? <laughs> James Rex. The crazy thing is that as long as the bloodline exists, there can't really be any other ending than Roman cheating and winning. Things had to change way before WrestleMania and for any other ending to make sense. Well, no, you can still do it, but you just have all these other babyface friends that Cody's aligned himself with against the bloodline to take out that interference. And maybe that's the story we're going to be going with. You know, like, we don't know where this is going yet. We've got Raw after Mania tonight. We're going to be doing live stream reactions to it as well. So join us because we'll find out what the next chapter of the story is. Sir Peter Devasso. Hi guys, Sir Peter here. First time Ultra Chatter. Been a fan since Marty was on WrestleTalk. I was there last night and the area exploded in WTF chance. What was more shocking, Brock beating the streak or Roman beating Roman? You mean Cody? Yeah. Roman beating Cody. Cody. Also, this is five for Tempest's funds. Um, Definitely Brock the streak. Brock and the streak. Brandon Kwame. I don't care that Cody lost, but I'm still pissed. The demon lost to Edge. You're the guy. Mm -hmm. And missing username. I'm sorry. Please do let us know and we'll try and shout you out on a future stream. They've been really leaning into this anything can happen for Raw. Any chance they switch the titles on TV? Hard to believe, but it was hard to believe Cody would lose too. I think they just do it on Raw. That's a terrible idea. Bron Breaker last year, obviously this is a much lower down the card example, but Bron last year had his match with Dolph Ziggler to win back his NXT championship. And I was like, that's the time to be doing it. He wins the title belt back on the NXT TakeOver show. And he lost to Dolph. And then he just won it on the Raw after Mania. Yeah. And it was way less impactful had he done it uh, at the TakeOver. I forgot about that. I wonder if we'll get another NXT title check. Just he wins it back from Hayes. <laughs> I think we'll see a couple of um, NXT call ups tonight, though. Yeah, Bron, Bron, Bron certainly being one of them. Well, make sure to subscribe and enable notifications to always on, so you know when that happens. Because Luke and Dan will be watching it live this evening. We sure will be here on the Rest of the Podcast now. So subscribe, enable notifications, because it will let you know when we go live with that. And then we'll be doing a podcast review directly after the show. So stick around for that, because it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure. Well, at least I hope there will be a lot to discuss. But until then. I've been Luke Owen, D-A-D. That has been Ollie Davis. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Jam that jam. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.